the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. I guess I ought to turn everything on, huh? Just the little buttons. Just the little buttons that make all the difference in the world. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next couple hours, you're stuck with me and Tom Blackwell. Tom and I have known one another ever since we both got out of prison, and uh, and we both have auto repair shops, and... Anything else you want to add to it? Well, it, 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 we have to uh, say after the prison break, oh, yeah. we became, right before, just minutes before the bomb went off. Okay. All right. So. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Two heads are better than one, so one of us should be able to point you in the right direction. Remember, when we when we talk about the car show, it give us the year make and model of the car give us the mileage and then let's talk about the symptoms okay it's not productive time to talk about all the parts you put on it because they didn't fix it so that doesn't help us besides it goes in one ear and out the other we're just interested in symptoms so it's the example i give is my car doesn't start okay doesn't start is it does it mean it doesn't crank or it cranks but doesn't catch, or it clicks, or the starter drags. You can see just my car doesn't start. can have five or six different reasons your car won't start. But it really has to do with does it crank and does it catch. So those are the two kinds of things that we're going to want to talk to. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around Phoenix since 1968. Phil and his staff are really transmission diagnostic experts. They do everything from small leaks, adjusting the shift points, all the way to replacements and reseals and stuff like that. So they do a good job. They've been around a long time, 40th Street in Washington. So if you go up and down Washington, you look on the north side of the road, and you'll certainly see a transmission shop that you've driven by since 1968. 602-508-0960. Let me read you something. I, uh, I, there's a lot going on in our industry right now. And there's a whole lot of selling going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the question is, is why? Why now? The, I'm going to give you the answer. Yeah. Okay. All right. The, the problem is, is the average U.S. car dealer operated at a financial loss in 2018. It has everything to do with new car sales. They're selling the cars pretty much at cost because there's going to be a rebate from the manufacturer. So they're living on the rebate. Then you've got a bunch of people that are buying new cars that can circumvent the whole system. Costco, uh, Desert Federal Credit Union. There's a lot of places that can just buy cars for their people. Mm -hmm. When they buy the car, they pay for the car, the license plate, and mileage. 
They do not pay 250 to $850 dock fee. They don't pay for the desert protection package. They don't take, pay for window tinning. They don't pay for fancy tires. They don't pay for any of that. So this goes on to say that after adding the income from all the dealerships, new cars, used cars, they make money there. Service, they make money there in parts. Mm-hmm. So they've lost new cars, but used cars and service and parts are okay. I don't know about you, but... I've noticed an increase in my parts from the dealership rep, from the dealership arena. So the typical dealer um, lost thirteen thousand dollars last year. In 2013, the typical dealer made almost a half a million dollars, four hundred and thirty thousand dollars. So how would you like to go from four hundred and thirty thousand dollars in profit down to thirteen thousand? That just goes to show you what they're what they weren't doing and what they have to do. Well, and it, or I, what I, they didn't do and what they're paying for now. Yeah, I think it, it explains a lot of things. Uh, I've told people that uh, a friend of mine sent me a card, and the card came from a, a dealer. And we're not beating up dealers, so we both work with them. There's dealers, independent shops, change stops, mom and pops, and now we got traveling techs. Mm-hmm. So we got five different of us, and and nobody's pure. Certainly, the independent market's not, you know, Mother Teresa either. But when you talk about the the dealers... You mean we don't walk on water? No, no, and you don't either, and neither do I. (laughs) We're called submarines. (laughs) So you go into this this idea that we're going to have to sell something. We've got to do something. We've got to increase our profits on service or used cars or parts, something. This card said that people that have your car and your approximate mileage benefit have benefited from the two things below, a fuel injection flush and a fuel tank flush. Okay. A fuel tank flush. So I'm going to ask you, how many years you've been in business? Forty. Okay. And how many times have you, from a maintenance point of view, forget the contamination. So somebody put beer in the gas tank, somebody put gas diesel in the gas tank, they got water, they got dirt, whatever. Forget contaminations. How many times have you fixed a problem by flushing the gas tank? Never. Okay. Neither One time. I. Never once. I, and I gave you the caveat. We've all... You know, the kids stick a hose in the gas tank, and they put diesel. I had one, another one of those yeah. the other day. You got all that. But when it comes to flushing your gas tank is a maintenance issue, where does that appear in your owner's manual? Uh, anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever's writing it. But it's, it's, uh, that's what's going on. People are t- being told by us, too, by the independent market, the chain stores, and the dealerships, oh, you need to sh- service your transmission at 30 You'll agree that we used to have 30, 60, 90 stopping points. Mm-hmm. Today it's 75 to 90 for the first one, except for oil changes. Mm-hmm. 75 to 90 for the first one. Well, the synthetic fluids. Right. The heat that isn't there as a result of the quality of the cooling system, how hot the motor's running, which has a direct effect on how hot the transmission is going to get, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you all got of it. it. And. And like you said, in 70,000 miles, help me with my math now. Well, that's seven oil changes with a synthetic. Right. 10,000-mile oil change, that's seven oil changes. Now, there's going to be a tie rotation in there, every other oil change, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, There's going to be some wiper blades, and there might be a nail on a tire. There might be some other work there. 
But the bottom line is, is when you look at it, there's not a lot of stuff we're going to do to that car until seventy to 90,000 miles. Right. Right. Now, you help me with the list. <clears throat> Cooling system flush. We're going to just go through some of the things that don't appear at 30 anymore. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cooling system flush, transmission flush, brake fluid flush. Um, cool, did I say cooling system? Okay. Uh-huh. You, power steering. Power steering. And then normal maintenance like alignments and uh, check your motor mounts and the front end work. You've got a lot of that stuff that doesn't that lasts two and three times longer than it used to. And it, it, and that that could be on the short side. That could be on the on the low side. The two to three times. I mean, how many ball joints have you put in a nineteen, uh, two thousand fifteen Nissan Sentra with a hundred thousand miles on it? You're right. You're right. Yeah. It, it, and those are the kinds of things we're seeing. We're seeing. We're seeing they improve the cars over the years. So they give us a big piece of turd. But then three or four years later, it'll probably turn out to be a good car. Mm-hmm. The key in the Hyundai was a great example of that. At the very beginning, those two cars, well, you might as well plant. Get a Dixie cup. Yeah. You might, you <laughs> don't get it wet. <laughs> it's, 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 you might as well just plant flowers in those cars when they were new. Oh, man, they were terrible. And nobody wanted to work on them. And parts weren't available for them. And so you're stuck with this car, and God forbid you take it apart before you find out parts aren't available. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you got that car. You know, that re- what you just said reminds me of a Renault Fuego. Oh, jeez. You're talking Renault about... Renault Fuego. <laughs> you remember those? Yes. <laughs> Renault. It's R- called Renault. Oh, Renault. 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 Get it right. All right. The idea well, I is... Want, I'm not from France. I'm sorry. Okay. There's there's five vehicles ma- makes that's, that represent... Double digits of the fleet. Five makers of vehicles that represent double digits. Everybody else's one to point one. So who is 11, 12? Who's above, who's above nine? Chrysler, Ford, Chevy. Good. You got three. Right. Right. Go ahead. Honda, Toyota. Now, when you talk about the now, one percent Now, in order or... No, or just the five. I just I'm not going to remember the order. Right. Well, I'm just testing you. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> the idea you, is you may come th- up with something that surprises me. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of cars out there that are one percenters. They do, or maybe they do, represent one percent of all the cars on the roads in the United States of America. And your Renault is point one. <laughs> okay, we got a caller. Who might that be? <laughs> that would be Joel. Joel, good morning to you. How can we help you today? Uh, I've got a '98 Chevy Tracker, Chevrolet Tracker. Um, it's uh, never been touched. It's like uh, got fifty-three thousand miles on, and the carburetors. I start to smell gas, and I just need to know what I should do with the whole thing because it kind of needs work, you know. I mean, the engine's never been touched or anything. Well, um, hang on. Don't you agree we ought to find the gas leak first? We ought to get the smell? Well, fuel smell is first. Okay. That's that's the symptom. Okay. Then we go for, is it leaking raw fuel? Does it, let me ask you a question. Does it? Do you smell this all the time, even when you put it? Or you're out in the parking lot in front of the Circle K, or does it? When you come into the garage, you close the door and you come out, or you smell it right away? No, <clears throat> I seem to smell it after I shut the car off. Okay, need to look so. for two things. That, that is one: do we have a raw fuel leak, carburetor, 
or fuel line or fuel tank, or do we have an issue where the fuel, the vapor is building up in the fuel tank, we've got fuel pressure uh, going through the evaporative system. And making it stink. And, uh, but making it stink. everything yeah, you so, said is a visual. Yeah, it's, all, mean, it's still a visual. We you don't have to guess. guess. Mm-hmm. We don't have to guess. Uh, we're going to open up the hood. We'll see the gas leak. If it's not there, the fuel pump's leaking. I don't even know where the carburetor is on it. Okay. Well, take the air filter cover off, and it's be below that. <laughs> yeah, wherever the air filter's at, it's going to be close by. The answer to your question is, is the fuels, the leak, we can't possibly tell you how much it's going to cost because we don't know what it is. But I want to tell you something. If you go in for an oil change at your regular garage and you ask them to check to see if they can find something that's raw gasoline, I'd be real surprised. They got the car up in the air. Right. They can look at the fuel tank all the way forward to the engine. They can check the fuel pump. They can check the carburetor. And they're going to have a leak. It's going to have a witness mark from the fuel, right? And it's going to have some kind of a golden glow to it and all that kind of stuff. So finding it shouldn't cost anything on an oil change. Right. But then you can bid it and decide what you want. But the carburetor is still available. So it's not like if it's a carbureted um, tracker and we need to just stick another carburetor on it that we're going to find one. Right. And... Us old gray-haired guys are probably just going to rebuild it. Because hey, we're going to do a better one job. more question? Real quick. Uh, it kind of makes uh, not like a rock in the hubcap when you go, but it kind of, you know, kind of, you can, you can hear a noise, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that would be the, the I don't know what it would be. Well, here, here's you can't do noises like this, but all you have to do is figure out how you can make it happen. What do you do? Now, you might say it does it all the time. Perfect. Take it by your shop, not on a Monday or Friday afternoon, not Monday morning or Friday afternoon for obvious reasons, but take it by your shop and said, I promise to bring the technician back within the first five or ten minutes. I'm not going to take him for 45 minutes and drive around until the noise comes because we hate that. So you just go in and say, I can make it, and then take it for a ride. Us old gray-haired guys, let's, let's go from 30 north. The guys that are 30 north, mm-hmm. 30 years older north, we're not going to have any problems with what you're talking about, none whatsoever. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have five, all five lines open, and we'll be back right after this. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. 
This is the Terminator. Listen to America's money ace of the airways, Victoria McVeigh, here at 960 The Patriot. She's smart, savvy, and a serial entrepreneur. So grab your wine, whiskey, or Perrier and come play with Victoria McVeigh on Sundays at 8 p.m. She'll have you saying hasta la vista, baby, to your financial dismay. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Twenty-one minutes after the hour of ten o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me, flying wing for me today, is Tom Blackwell from Blackwell Automotive at Fortieth and Greenway, just north, and been around a long time. Um, it's a it's a uh, flip of the coin who has the uh, grayer sideburns <laughs> than the other guy. And so we we've both got about eighty years of experience because we're both. I'm thirty nine. He's forty years. And uh, and so we've both been around the block. So you're welcome to call us six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty Action Auto Repairs at I seventeen and and Deer Valley. Tom's a really good guy. He's been around since nineteen eighty three, and I've known him since the early eighties. Tom knows right from wrong. Tom has great ASE Master Certified Technicians. Tom Tom knows the difference between when his staff's telling him the truth, they're trying to sell something. So you're going to be protected by staff at Action Auto Repair because they know what's right and what's wrong, as, as all the shops on my best car repair shops list do. So Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley, if you don't have a shop, may I suggest you stop by there. Real quick before we get to Tyler, I think your wife called. And she wants to correct you. She has a message for you. Why are your pants on your head? <laughs> <laughs> and so 
I don't want to create the vision that in the studio you have your pants on your head, but obviously she thinks um, something's wrong with you, and we're going to move on. Tyler, good morning to you. How can we help you? <laughs> good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Good. So I have a question. I have a my grandpa's 1976 Chevy Silverado C20. Um, I rebuilt it myself with no experience whatsoever, and uh, I've been doing my best to get it back on the road. And I'm really curious where you can find good service manuals for it, something that's going to give absolute specifics to how to repair, uh, torque specs, and things like that. And I've been, been unable to find something like that uh, in the Valley. And I was just curious where you might find it or if you have any suggestions for learning more about it uh, in depth. Um, how much are you willing to pay for that manual? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, they're expensive. Well, um, Mitchell makes a manual for it. Mitchell makes a manual. You can also get them on Classic Industries. There are several different places, and even uh, eBay, that you can get a factory assembly manual. You can get a factory repair manual. You can get them in paper form. You can get them in CD. You can get. Um, you can even go online. Uh, some of the uh, Chevy websites. There's so there's 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 a number of places that you can get exactly what you need at, at any level that you want to get it at. But not exactly a '76. It may be a spread of '74 to '78. Well, well, yeah. And sure. and the motor size is going to make a difference uh, between a small block Chevy and a 454. So you don't think that you're going to find exactly a '76 Chevy Silver uh, that's a C20 two wheel drive or four wheel drive. You, you understand the window's bigger than that. Yes. Yeah, okay. much, much bigger. But you don't really need a manual when you hire some gray-haired guy to do it because there is nothing <laughs> on that truck that the two of us don't know, with the exception of torque. But we both sure. have clicker elbows. So we put the torque yeah. wrench on there, and we just kind of pull it till our elbows pop. And, 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 Is that joint pain? Yeah, and if you if click, you click. if you go too high, go too high, then when the stud breaks, you go, oh, I shouldn't go that high next time. So anyway, uh, good luck to you, and and the joy of taking your father's or grandfather's truck and putting it back on the road with dual exhaust, of course, maybe some Krager mags or sure, something. Yeah. Well, he's got a. It's a tw- three-quarter ton. So thrush. Not, thrush. Thrush oh, yeah. mufflers. And, and we put them in reverse. The so they're even stereo, the distortion <laughs> master stereo. Remember yeah, those? We, yeah. <laughs> and then what were – so bad, bad Creedence Clearwater Revival CD. And make sure CD. you put the speakers right up in the top of the – with the wires coming down and put a big plumber strap on them so you hold them on. And you may want to make sure that you hear the buzz when 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 uh, Leonard Skinner is playing at full volume. And then the levers down your client can cli- – controls <laughs> you're not going to get cold air and hot you're going to have to pick one of them because <laughs> and you're not going to find a, you know a cable that's going to handle that after all these years anyway you can see we've been around the block on that big dog so but anyway thank you tyler thank you very much for that 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 and gil has announced that someone is knocking on the door who might that be gil that would be patrick patrick good morning to you what can we do for you Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Awesome. We're, we quit drinking not too long ago. Well, I appreciate what time was it last night? Humor. I, I appreciate your alleged humor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Actually, I enjoy you guys. Thank hey, you. Uh, I, I wanted to just ask a question here. I, I recently bought, much to my surprise, a 2017 Hyundai 
Sonora Sport with the Triptronic uh, transmission. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say surprised because I'd always I had driven Porsches in the past, and I'd always gone with V8s. And a friend of mine bought one of these and swore by it. I went, I, I couldn't believe if I'd, I'd get excited about a four-cylinder. Uh, that shows you, I guess, my dating. Uh, I'm 74 years old. Yeah. And uh, yeah. The, the four cylinders before used to be like sewing uh, machine engines, you know. And um, with the four valves per cylinder, I'm just astounded at the performance of this car. And uh, I, you, the question I go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is it a turbocharged motor? No. It's so normally a, aspirated. Okay. 182, 182 horsepower. But I'll tell you what, it's got. It's just uh, fun to drive. Great okay. fun to drive. But anyway, uh, particularly with the uh, sport uh, suspension system that I can flip on or off. Sure. Uh, sure. But uh, the question I had is that the one place I would uh, want to improve it would be um, to get more low end uh, out of first gear coming out of the hole. Is there anything I can do? Uh, to enhance that lower end torque, um, I can think of some things that are illegal. <laughs> <But> <laughs> if we were to somehow, f- I'm talking to Tom now, so don't listen to this. If we were to somehow throw it into cold mode, you know, 30 below uh, zero, extra fuel, extra fuel. So instead of the injectors going, it's kind of like a fire hose. So if we put some kind of a toggle switch in there, and basically we took the cooling cooling sensor out of it, out of the system for that. For just a short period of time. How about NOS? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could you could put what's another word for NOS? Nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide. Now, if you want a little bit more power, then nitrous will, will make that baby jump up and uh, and haul you down the road fast. It's kind of expensive. It's not it's not that easy to put in. And you typically have to meter the amount for fear of something really metal bad. in the street afterwards. <laughs> so, and I, I don't. I think this is going to be a distributorless car, right? It's not going to have a distributor. No, no, it's going to be DI. Okay, I was going to say let's advance the timing, but we forget about that. That that's it. That's all I can. It's a good point. Just add a little nitrate, and. Uh, and it's going to be a bottle, and it's going to squirt this NOXs into your cylinder. It's going to cause everything to get kind of hot, and it burns kind of quick. And it uh, it's like a it's a double shot at tequila instead of one. <laughs> well, and how 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 is it triggered? Um, you can push a button. Um, oh, really? Micro switch. Yeah, you can put a micro switch on your throttle. Um, when you put them in, what do you what? How do you tr- you usually give them a switch? There's well to activate the system. Yeah. You still have what are, when the throttle's wide open. Mm-hmm. Does it um, is it fuel pressure? Is it going to be RPM? You can do it at RPM. Okay, so you're going to tie into those kinds of things, yeah. and you're going to be able to dial in when you want it. So yeah. in his case, from 600 RPM to maybe 3,000 in first gear. And yeah, well, yeah. It well just depends on how how brave are you. That's the, <laughs> and no, it's the question is, is how many points do you have on your driver's license <laughs> left? <laughs> that's the question. But that's the only thing I can think of. And I don't think the exhaust is going to help him. Plus, he's got a cat on there. That's yeah, gonna, and I don't. I don't think a, a programmer is going to gain okay, or and, benefit I'm much. Sorry, and where is your shop, sir? Um, well, Blackwell's at 40th Street and Glen, or uh, Greenway, 40th Street and Greenway. And um, he, he's, I'm I mean. Up, I'm, up in, I'm up in Desert Ridge, so that's close. 
Okay. Yeah, just go in there yeah. and, and tell Christy or Polly, who's ever at the front <laughs> counter, that you have a, a ticket or a coupon from Mark Salem for $500 off, but you left it at home. <laughs> and see, see what happens. But, well, uh, get, take a picture of it. You might get six. Oh, you know what? We are way past our break. Oh, hey, Gil, we'll be right back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserite paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the 44 minutes after the hour, 30, 40, 33 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to bring Gil on real quick. Hey, Gil, fire up your mic. Hello. How late were, did Mark hit that break? I'm supposed to be at 30 on the button. What was yeah, the number? You were like a, a minute and 40 over. <laughs> Now, I only have to hit two hard marks at the 30 and at the 5850, okay? I have, Gil, tell him. He doesn't believe me. Tell him what you told me on the break. I, I, you have never gone over the, the, the half hour mark. And, and, and that's since 2011. So you are a bad influence on me. I and, was telling you the whole time with my sign language to please it's, con- concentrate on the show. Concentrate the, on what you need to do. Otherwise, the, you're going to get thrown off, and the, I'm going to have to take over. The, the sign language of the middle finger is not something I recognize. <laughs> it was going down. Stop. Oh, I was putting fine. up my ear, my mouth. I was doing everything. All right. All right. That's fine. 602 I told people we're too 
to cut from the same cloth. I told people we're brothers of different mothers. Okay, and they're now, getting a little t- taste of that. Uh, okay, okay. Now I want to start something off here. Now, first of all, I don't want to get anybody upset. I don't want any divorces. I don't want any counseling. I don't want somebody to fall off of their chair. I don't want anybody to get hurt or die or heartbreak or cry. You know, or you're setting Those this are, thing up, but it, know, may, no, 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 it no. may fall flat on its face. It, it so might, yeah. it might. Okay. <laughs> but what I want to say is that this is something I know you love to hear. Oh. Okay. It goes like this. Hi, Mark. This is Tom. Yeah. How you doing, Tom? Well, I have this problem that I've tried to repair, and I went on to this program this university and it's called youtube university so for those who want to go on youtube and look at something be a be cognizant that the person that's doing whatever they're doing that you're looking at may not be qualified he's talking (laughs) about this person's and we'll just use this i mean it's since we're talking about auto repair um he is a veterinarian well, okay. He could He's be an ex-convict. He right. could be a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. Exactly. So I get a call the other day from a guy who says he's put glow plugs in his Sprinter diesel, Mercedes mm-hmm. diesel, to fix a rough run when it's hot. Okay. Pulls five of the six glow plugs out. The sixth one he broke off in the cylinder. Yep, yep. And the end of this will be... Five, six, seven thousand dollars, and he and and he maybe he might want you to financially participate in the repair because he just kind of messed up. Yeah, and, and you need to bail him out of the mess she's in. And he was very upset at the fact that I said glow plugs aren't going to cause that problem when it's hot. And he said, "Well, I saw it on YouTube, and okay. they fixed it." Yeah. Uh, what can I say? Well, here's here's this has created such a problem within my world that when the conversation starts off like that and they want us to wave our magic wand, they want us to financially participate in the repair because I just put a $400 mass airflow sensor in and it didn't fix it and I'm kind of out of money. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of, you know what, we're booked up right now for 41 days in advance. Um, We're just not taking any new customers and we're really booked up because I can't afford to have staff take care of those kinds of things. I'm sure the people are good and their heart's in the right place. The problem is, is the guy or the lady on the internet, if they could fix cars, I've said this a million times, they'd be working at my shop for $100,000 a year in your shop too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, or, or they'd be on a tech line that you pay. You know, you go in and pay. We, we've got all these pretend guys. You go in and just see what, how many videos you can find to change the oil in your John Deere 520 lawn tractor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are hundreds of people out there telling you how to do it. So... I the YouTube thing bothers me because it's how what kind of a response would you have when you walk into the doctor and you say I have lung cancer? What kind of a response would you get? How do you know that? Well, I read it on YouTube. No, my symptoms are this or that. Right. But if somebody comes in and says I want you to replace the catalytic converter, why? I mean, that's a thousand dollar plus repair. Why? Well, because that's what I need. No, that's tell me the, why. That's what the code said. Did it? Yeah. Oh, in the code. Yeah the code why do you do that we were having a good show until you opened up this stupid subject well i i wanted to take and be informative to our listeners Uh that just to be careful just be careful okay don't jump into something and assuming that it's going to be right that's all i didn't want to upset you okay don't give me the don't, please don't sign language, please. Yeah. Put, oh. the, put the knife down. No, no, no. I don't no. want to bleed on my mind. I, I understand. I understand. The, the, 
I'm I'm not mad at them. I think they're doing such a disservice, and they're walking into the shop, and they're calling us name. This is I'm joking here. Mm-hmm. They're calling us name. They're dumping five quarts of oil on the ground, and they say it's our fault. And they they're creating this marriage where the the husband says just got out of prison for molesting children, and she's got five kids. It's just a bad relationship. It's a bad, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's symptom-driven. Our industry is symptom-driven. Let me ask you a question. How many times does somebody... It, I'm going to change my question. Isn't it true that sometimes they'll come in and they'll give you such wonderful symptoms that you can diagnose it at the front counter? Occasionally. Yeah. It happens a lot. This, when you go to the symptom. I have right. this, this. When did it start? Where did it start? How did it start? Yeah, and what does it sound like? And is the vibration in the steering wheel or the seat of your pants, or does it vibrate just in drive when you're sitting still, and when you put it in neutral and reverse, the vibration goes away? I have a thumping in my trunk when I drive down the road, and it happened the day that I put my mother-in-law in the trunk. <laughs> the, the same day I lost my mother-in-law. She just disappeared. <laughs> and it's a loud thumping, you know what I mean? She's kicking hard. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Larry Harker Auto Repair is at 38th Avenue and Indian School. They've been around since 1967. Bob and Ellen, husband and wife, run that operation. And they've got a young man who is a master in 30-something categories at ASU. He has every single one of them. He has every single test they have. Buses, commercial vehicle, paint and body, um, all the different cars, all the different trucks. He's a master, master, master. I've never seen one before, and I guess there's only two in the United States, but one of them works there at Larry Harker's. So he's the kind of kid we would really pay a lot of money for mm-hmm. because he is a sharp. I had him on a show not too long ago. So Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School, if you live in that area, you should try him. We'll be back. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. Congrats. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yes, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Well, welcome back, everybody. 30 minutes. No, it's 44 minutes after the hour of, uh, I don't even know where we're at, 10 o'clock. 44 is, minutes is after the hour. 10 o'clock? Yeah, 44 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. Anyway, Tom Blackwell from Blackwell Automotive is sitting here next to me. My name is Mark Salem. We're here every Saturday. And if you have a complaint about the radio show, get it right. My name is Mark Salem. And uh, you would address your complaint to Salem Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a joke. Salem Radio Network, yeah. So that's the only reason they hire me. from Phoenix, Arizona? Yes, exactly. Forever. 602-508-0960. If you have an older car right now, um, you you probably have two guys that have been around the older cars a lot. Um, It's not uncommon for you to walk out on the floor and maybe show one of your newer, younger techs right where to go. Uh Uh-huh. Um, because it, it won't idle, and he can't richen up the carburetor, and you put your fingers on the back of the EGR, and you go, here's your problem. I uh-huh. mean, just kind yeah, of stuff like that. Yeah. So it, there's nothing wrong with the new technicians we have. But what I'm trying to suggest is, or what I am suggesting is, is there is no r- replacement for experience. And, and I want to say this because a lot of customers come in, or, or customers will go into a, a shop that works on vintage cars or older cars, and it's not a, um, I'm not disparaging the younger guys. It's just that they've never seen it. They've never, they don't know what a set of points is. They don't know what dwell is. They don't know what centrifugal advance in the distributor is. They don't understand float level and how that may cause a stumble around corners or something like that. They just haven't had that hands-on experience to know. They don't even know what dwell is. Dwell is the amount of time the points are open or closed. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's open. open. Yeah. It's open. And as the points close, we fire the coil. So it's got well, six. Well, no, it builds. No, when the points close, the current builds up in the coil. And when you open the points, it discharges. Or the capac- or the, uh, yeah. uh, the condenser. Have you ever charged a condenser and tossed and it, it to somebody? somebody? Yeah. We've got a new guy, and we're going to do that to him next week. Exactly. We so need to break him in. We take this little bitty can with a wire on it, and you charge it with electricity, and then you toss it to somebody. <laughs> They'll always... Welcome to Auto Shop, high yeah. school auto shop. It, it, and, and, and they, not too long ago, we had this big argument at the shop. Does dwell affect timing? Yes. Okay. So half the guys said, if you set the time, set the, set the dwell at 30 and set the timing at 8. 
then if you if you have to, you can go back and set it by the timing. So if you go back to eight and you use the same feeler gauge, you can you can set the dwell with the timing, but you can also set the timing with the dwell. Correct. So if you set it at eight, you have to you, set the you have to set the points first. Right. And you're going to go after and you're yeah because the timing's going to move and so right the mm-hmm. timing is going to move so you're going to well, adjust the points until you get to eight um eight eight below eight before right well if you open the points yeah. broaden the gap it'll it, the timing will advance if you close them it'll start to retard however many degrees that, which, which is timing yeah when we exactly. move the distributor exactly. when we talk about degrees we're talking about yeah. timing now. Do you have six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty? Can you smell a car that comes in and running, Rich? Yes. Now, from a fifty-five Chevy throughout a two thousand eighteen fuel injected pickup truck or car? No, and the reason is because the converter is burning the fuel. The catalytic converter. Do you remember? Let's talk about nineteen seventy-five. Okay. Unleaded fuel. Yep. The big giant converter mm-hmm. on them catalytic converter catalytic so converter, they know what we're talking catalytic about converter if you were from that era buying those cars and you looked at your wife or husband or whoever and you said honey please you, you've had way too many of my favorite beans <laughs> do you remember that smell are you going there i can't help it it's there <laughs> it, you could everybody would look at you and say you know you're disgusting it's a sulfur smell <laughs> exactly that's what they smelled like back then when they came out and, and when that they were was rich, rich. yeah, yeah. Or you look under there. Remember looking underneath mm-hmm. the car, and the, it 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 doesn't run as good as, as it did today as it did last week. Yeah. And the smell isn't quite as harsh this week as it was last week. And they just drove in from a long ride, and you look underneath the car, and the converter is glowing bright red. I mean, bright red. You could you could, you could almost weld off of it. <laughs> you know, it. You're right. Those are things that we don't see much anymore. We don't see that because we've got temperature senders and we've got um, pressure sensors on the catalytic converter that tells the computer that it's Upstream, got a problem. Upstream, downstream, yep. uh, O2 sensors. Everything. Yeah. So uh, w- real quick, there's a guy in Payson that bought this Ford truck. And it has a programmer on it, which is a, a way to circumvent the normal software. And all the vehicle emissions has been taken off. Uh-huh. Everything. No converter, no O2s, no anything. And it's a diesel, too. Okay. So there's no there's no nothing. Okay. We have nothing. So he tried to put a new PCM in it, and it, you can't. It's locked for the VIN. So he can't go buy a junkyard one. And put it in. Yeah. It won't start. And if he reflashes the computer and, and basically upgrades the computer in his truck, the car, the truck won't start. Because if you upgrade the computer and you take the programmer out, if the truck doesn't see that emissions on there, it won't crank. Mm-hmm. So the emissions to put back on there is between four and $6,000. Somebody took off and somebody has to put back in, including the DEF tank and all the plumbing for that. Ouch. So he's in, a, he's in Gila County where he doesn't have vehicle emissions, but he's got a check engine light and he has to sell it someday. And did, that truck is worth a third of what it would normally be. My my question is is did did he <laughs> did he <laughs> did he read somewhere that this is going to work? I mean, why did he? What was this? What was this symptom? It's worse than that. Uh huh. He bought it from a used car lot, and they told him it, that they knew firsthand about this truck's entire life. Within the first month, the motor blew up, so they put another motor in it. But, but still, but, 
the sh- the place that or the, the the lot that he bought it. From. That's right. Okay. And but it still doesn't have vehicle emissions on it. But they did tell him before they sold it to him that the emissions was missing. Had a slight modification. Yeah, slight modification. I'm telling guys if you're if you think you want to go to YouTube and figure that out, go ahead. But that big long pipe you take off <laughs> that's 12 feet long, you better find a place in your garage to put it in a corner because someday you're going to need that back. And when you don't have it, you're going to find very you're going to find unhappiness on Saturday morning when your wife comes out and says, "I told you so." Well, and the worst part about it is, is there's no gain to it. Everybody thinks that we take the emission control devices off of our cars and we're going to turn a rabbit into a V8 Corvette. This is not going to happen. It's not going to. It's no different than what we had before, with the exception of is we're heating up the exhaust to kill the extra fuel that's coming out the tailpipe. That's all. Think about performance in, in this way. Okay. The new cars, whether it be a new Dodge, new Ford, new Chevy, truck, car, whatever it is, they're they're making horsepower, and they've got all this stuff on it. Yes, yeah, and more horsepower than we ever saw before. A 283, a 265, a 327, uh, a 350, <clears throat> mm-hmm. all those cars, they have nothing compared to the four cylinders we've got today. Mm-hmm. The V6 and uh, my wife's Ford, and I say that with disdain, my family's never owned a Ford in their life. I saw that, but I'm sorry that yeah. happened to you. But that thing just runs. I still, I still like, care about you, though. But that doesn't mean I have to ride in the car. I know that that is just like a rape date. That thing. Yeah, I mean to great. tell you that little V6 just pulls the front tires off the ground and just like a horse and just takes off. Okay, we, we, I'll 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 share something personal and deep, and don't let this <sighs> scar the inside of your eyelids. Okay, go ahead. We I'm bought close a GMC Terrain 2.0 turbocharged. And that thing runs. Now, I was up in, 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 with Mark the other day in Payson, and I was trying to get to him so we could have a drag race between our four cylinders. They're both gray, by the way. The cars are both gray. Yeah. This would have looked great. So what I'm thinking of is we should take and have a drag race and film it and, and see what happens. And where are we going to do that legally? Yeah, you are planning a crime on the radio, you I idiot. Never, no, yes. I never said that. We couldn't go to the track. Okay. All right. It's not that it's Salem or Blackwell yeah. Raceway, but we could go to a track and have a sanctioned race. Yeah, and we both have time for that. You know, like, great, great. I saw a drag race. Great minds think like, so we'll figure it out. I, I saw a drag race the other day um, going up the Mount Ord from the north, going south, uh-huh. and uh, this lady... This lady was driving the little S Cooper, a lady, and she's and she is not holding the steering wheel like this, and she's not all tight. It's not at all. She blew that other car just away, and I'm looking in my rearview mirror, and I'm they're both coming up, but this car's pedaling, she's flying like a you know like a Cessna down a highway. And so she drives by, and I look, and this is a lady. And so I saw her down the road a little ways, and I pulled up next to her and gave her the thumbs up. She smiles and gives me the thumbs up. But that little S Cooper's nothing to mess with. Uh-uh. The they S. run. Yeah, but, the Cooper. The Cooper S with, with the, uh, oh. Uh, Performance package, fancy right, wheels, right. Of stripes, all that kind right, of stuff. Right. You leave those alone, folks. You leave those alone. Anything with a turbocharger is going to run like a big dog. They're just, they're just, uh, they just add a lot of power to the motor, and, and they handle like a slot car. And you know, this is how I explain turbocharging. 
you remember the old Electrolux vacuum cleaners? Mm-hmm. You take the suction hose and you stick it in the exhaust. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what we're doing is is the exhaust is enhancing the suction part of the vacuum cleaner. Well, and, and I explain it like this. Putting water on a pedal of your bicycle. Do you remember when you did that with the hose and you'd spin the pedal? Uh-huh. Well, just think of a shaft going from that side where the water is, i.e. the exhaust, to the other pedal on the opposite side. And, and just understand if it was a straight ride. You'd have a bigger pedal on the other side. That bigger pedal would push air more air into the motor and add some extra pressure inside the cylinder along with some more fuel so you'd get some horsepower that okay, way. Okay, but, right? I but mean, in a simplistic way, and I've had a lot more practice than you in describing this. I like this the water. Without, I, I like the water thing, but anyway, go ahead. All right. Simplistic. The engine sucks the fuel in. Air and fuel. Just like that. And here's the exhaust stroke. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how a motor does. Now I'm going to take an air hose and stick it in like my mouth. That sounds like you're sleeping, actually, but go ahead. <laughs> You've never been around. So you take an air hose, and on the intake stroke, put an air hose to your lips and pop it once. Mm-hmm. It's like blowing mm-hmm. up your lungs with air. Okay? So that's a supercharged or a turbocharged motor. Instead of we're letting the motor suck the air in, we are we got our wheat, no, not our wheat eater, we got our gasoline-powered blower on the air filter. And we uh-huh. are pumping air into the engine as opposed to sucking air into the engine. When somebody were to say to you, I, my engine is naturally aspirated, that means it doesn't have a supercharger or a turbocharger. I know that. I'm telling you because I want them to know that. Oh, okay. Our, right. you know, when somebody hears that. I yeah. mean, you've, How many times can you say at the front counter, excuse me, is your car naturally aspirated? <laughs> what are they going to say? <laughs> Oh, no, and, I put oxygen on it the yeah, other day, and it, it came right back to life. It, it, it's a <laughs> the worst part is the husband tells the wife what I to snorted. say. You know that? Oh, well. what, wife, what? Listen, the husband tells the wife what to say at the front counter. That's the worst case scenario. Give me his phone number because, you know what, ma'am, I'm not going to put you into that kind of middle ground. He can't tell a joke after I tell him the joke, and you're not going to be able to regurgitate what he said. Why don't you call him up and ask him if this engine is naturally aspirated? (laughs) Naturally aspirated means the air is normally sucked into the motor. When it's not naturally aspirated, then we are unnaturally introducing air into the motor. And instead of packing, it's like pouring milk out of a container into a glass. Okay, but if we put an air hose on the beaker of the of the milk and we start to pour it, and we got twenty pounds of air behind us, we're going to blow that glass right up. We're opening up a whole big line of dialogue. No, we're trying. We're going to have to take him. No, in radio, you don't have the benefit of of a view. You don't have the benefit of the video. You don't have uh-huh. the. We, they can't see us waving our hands around. So you have to draw a picture with your mouth. And don't leave that alone. But you gotta you're opening pi- up. You're opening up the door here. No, I'm not. No, I'm because you know why. I just turn your microphone off. <laughs> Can't hear you at all now. <laughs> so anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you have a car question, just give us the symptoms. You're making model and symptoms, like the gentleman with the old Chevy pickup. I need a service manual. 
I think we answered that to his total satisfaction. But we're going to ask you questions, and we're going to ask you, does it do this or do that? Is it hot or cold or both? When does your air conditioning really work well? On the freeway. Okay, but around the town, oh, it's terrible. Oh, well, we got a fan problem. we got air movement across the condenser. That's kind of how it is. So we want to help you. It's just a matter of we can't call you. You have to call us. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Tom Black. Well, Mark Salem, we're here at your service. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.